What's going on, the Copywriting Call Podcast? It's your boy, Loso 2.0, the copy guy himself. And today, I'm going to talk about leaving a lasting impression. Um, I love marketing, right? I love marketing so much because marketing can, can be comparative to dating. It can be comparative to just pretty much everything in life. That's why I love the idea of marketing because marketing is such a complex concept. But really, I mean, it's complex, but it's not. But the reason being that it's complex is because this deals with human psychology. That's what marketing is. Marketing marketing is psychology, human psychology plus math. You know, you got to be able to do numbers, but then also, too, it's about the behaviors and stuff like that that you see. So I'm going to talk about leaving a lasting impression, right? So when you're marketing, what's going to separate you from everybody else? We talked about this before. It's the unique selling proposition that you have, Right. So what's going to make you separate unique seller proposition is just your brand, who you are as a person is what's going to separate you. There may be plenty of people that do the exact same thing that you do, but the thing that's going to separate you from them is the fact that it's you and not them. But also, too, you got to be able to leave an oppression so lasting, so just positive, so crazy that they just like, oh, like I have to go with this guy. It reminds me of the personal training business. People called the oh, I know a person that calls the monkey business, right? Um, Because they're like. Any, even a monkey could do it. Anybody could do it. it but what's going to separate you? Why are there millionaire personal trainers and instead of um, ones that don't even get 100 bucks a month? It's because of, you know, their lasting impression and stuff like that. But also, too, because they're marketing their brand or whatever. You need to sell a proposition. Now, one way to be lasting and to be in the minds of people is to be consistent with your content, Right. So posting every single day, eventually you're going to get better. It's just, you know, I mean, there are techniques that you're learning as you get along. You keep posting content, such as what I'm doing right now. You know, I mean, you're going to constantly get better. Like I said, consistently every single day when you keep doing the same thing over and over again. Eventually, it just is impossible not to get better. Just like shooting jump shots, right? Even if you have the ugliest jumper, the worst form in the world, if you continue to get shots up, it's impossible for you not to start making more jumpers. It's just, it's impossible for it not to happen. So you have to be consistent with your content and being consistent, you know, and doing it every single day. Eric Thomas was posting consistently for like 10 years straight and boom, he blew up. And now he's making what? 50 grand, um, like what? And like, uh, a, you know, every type of gig or whatever, like that's, that's crazy. Right. But that's what it is though. You consistent with your content. Um, but the problem is like not just your content. Like I said, when you be consistent, you're going to get better. But I'm going to give you a little tip to leave that lasting impression, right? Because sometimes when you end off on your content, when you're ending it, at the very end, you have to leave some type of impression. You have to leave some type of thing to keep the audience engaged, to make them take some type of action, which is all copywriting is. Copywriting is persuading people to take an action through the written word. You know what I mean? Even with these podcasts, at the end of the podcast, I have to leave something in order to leave a lasting impression for you to go my content, which is branding slash copyright. It all goes together, though. Marketing assists. So, so complex, right? So I'm going to give you four closing components in order to end off on lasting impression, right? You don't always need all four of them, but they can help with your finishing off your content before you put some type of call to action to the paper. First one is the guarantee. So first component is a guarantee. So I guarantee that, you know, a lot of places do money back guarantee, 30 day guarantee. I guarantee you'll be able to do. It doesn't even have to be like a, um, 
sometimes when the guarantee's so crazy, it's like, what in the world? I think there was there's plenty of guarantees that's like, um, hey, listen, you could try my 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 thing, and if you don't make so and so and so in the first month, or if you don't feel this, this, that, and the third in the first month, you can actually get. I'll actually pay you money to to get it. Like you know what I mean? Like I'll return your money and pay you money. Like there's crazy behind guarantees out there, but a lot of times people love guarantees because they feel like. They don't want to take an action without feeling like they, you know, their back is being covered. It's just how people are. They, you know, they're too, they're, they're love that safety net that they can have, you know, with anything that they do. So that's why sometimes you're going to have to throw guarantees in there. The second thing is the bonuses. People are not cheap. So like, let me say this. They love spending money. People love spending money, right? They just may not love spending money on your thing. And this is something I learned while working at my job, right? They're like, people are not looking to save money. When they're looking to save money, what they're saying is, excuse me, the solution that you provided for them or the solution that they have, they don't believe that it's worth the amount of money that they're paying. They believe that what you are providing for them, the solution that you're providing for them is not worth all of the money that they're paying. So in order to do that, you have to create them bonuses. That's why, you know, you try to find ways to get them another solution for the similar price of what they're going to pay anyway. So, they're, you know, their stuff's going to increase. They're going to be paying money. But can you give them a solution that's going to give them the same thing? Well, get the same price, but get them more more for their money. That's all people want. They want more. And we like to say more bang for their buck, right? So that's what, what why bonuses are are great because it's like oh you know what I didn't do this that and third but you know this is cool like you you know you give me these bonuses. Then there's who's it not for? I like this because it basically separates the crowd, right? So it's like, you know, there's people. People always say, oh, if you're this that and third, if you're this that and third, then you should do this. No, well, how about if you're this that and third, this is not for you. Like I even tell, like sometimes when I have customers come in, I like to compare my job. They come in, that are like, yeah, I want to do this, that, and third. I want my bill to rise, like raise. Well, I'll tell you this: if you do not want your bill to increase, you might as well go to the Apple Store and go pay your go, go pay the phone outright. That's the only way your bill's not going to increase. And I tell them that it's not. This is not for you. It's obviously not for you if you feel like you. You know, what I mean, I tell the customers who's not for. I don't waste your time. What I do is I just try to give them the best for their money. That's why I straight up tell them all the time. So it's like you by doing that, you set the expectations that it's not for you. Sometimes it makes them even want to do it more. It's just like, oh, you know what? I do want to do this. Or people who dislike you so much. Sometimes people buy your products because they don't like you because they want to buy it and then they want to talk trash about it. Hey, what's going on? My pocket's still getting filled up, right? And then the almighty PS, you know, basically just breaking down every single thing that you just talked about prior to before you close out with the call to action. OK, so I brought this down a third. I talked about this down a third, which is just like a little short summary of pretty much, like I said, everything that the whole uh, thing was about. Right. And that's the almighty PS. And all of this goes right before the call to action. And the call to action is you giving them some type of what action you want them to take. Remember, I told you. Copywriting is literally persuasion, persuading people to take an action through the written word. So you do the written word, then you lead up to this call. To, you use these closing components, you lead up to a call to action, and boom, you make them do something. And what it does is it leaves a lasting impression. And like I said, the thing I love about marketing is you can use it for everything. So I say even with dating, right? I guarantee 
it, it when I, me and my wife, for example, first thing I said was, listen, why don't you go out to eat with me? Worst thing you're going to get is a free meal and you're going to laugh because I'm funny. That was my guarantee. Or it could do bonuses. Okay, bonuses, you're going to laugh. You know what I mean? And you're going to get a free meal so you don't have to worry about it. You just have to show up. You see this bonuses. Or what's it not for? If you feel like this is not for you if you don't enjoy having a good time, da, da, da. You know what I mean? Like you, you could use these marketing... And that's why it's dangerous because with great power comes great responsibility. When you learn copywriting, when you learn marketing, especially from listening to my podcast, you're going to be able to use it in the dating world too. So you have to be able to don't use it as a as a weapon. Like I said, like, you know, Uncle Ben said, with great power comes great responsibility. So how are you going to use it? You can use it for bad things, copywriting, to promote, I don't know, drugs, um, guns, whatever you want to do. Or you can use it for, you know what I mean, selling your product or service to actually help people. Shoot, Franklin was a great marketer on Snowfall. He was using it to sell drugs. Like I said, again, with great power comes great responsibility. So, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, how would you choose to close off your content? Maybe if you have so many other ideas that you want to try to close off your content, you could talk about them here. But let's just do a little break, a little quick breakdown, right? With leaving a lasting impression, which you're closing off your content. You can either use the guarantee, which you're guaranteeing somebody that something's going to happen. The bonuses, remember, people don't, People don't think that it's too much. They think that what you're saying is not worth enough. So adding bonuses makes it more worth it. Who is not for letting them know that, you know, it's not for you if this, that, and third, it actually makes them want to get in more. And then, of course, the almighty PS, which basically summarize everything right before you go to the call to action and make people do um, some type of thing. Because that's what copywriting is. It's about persuading people through the written word to take an action. Um, and like I said, you can use these in dating. So with marketing with great power becomes great responsibility because you can do this to market your services and product services to help people grow better. Or you could be like Franklin from Snowfall and use it to sell crack in the black community. You have to choose one of them, man. How do you like to close off your content? So I just want to put in that off today with, um, you know, keep killing the days, guys. Remember, you pray for marketing like this. God be God out.